Parsha Themes is for inspired people like you who are looking for engaging and relevant Parsha and Moedim thoughts. Our weekly discussions focus on uplifting thoughts and actionable ideas that will upgrade your Avodah Hashem and enhance your Shabbos and Yantav table. I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Tropper, and it's an honor to have you with me here today. Hello and welcome. We're going to wrap up Sefer Shemos with Parshas by Yakel and Pekude together with two thoughts for each of them based on the Ramban. If you have been joining us throughout the entire time, then uh, you probably have picked up the style and hope that you're enjoying it. And if you're joining us for the first time now, welcome on board. That's why it's recorded. You could always go back and listen to the earlier ones. And of course, I always invite questions and comments because that's what keeps Torah, Mahagdal Torah Ladira, keeps the discussions lively and exciting. So Parshas by Yakel is the culmination of the building of the Mishkan. Jewish people came out of Egypt, like Ramban says, and the Sefer Shemos, the Exodus, is not complete until they accept the Torah and build a Mishkan, a place for Hashem to dwell among us, which is the entire goal of Asali Mikdash Shachanti Besocham. And uh, two thoughts. So first of all, Perak Lamed Hey Pasachov Aleph. So it says, each person came to the Mishkan, Asher Naso Libo, that his heart lifted him. And so the Ramban says, this is talking about the craftsmen that did all the work and designed all the beautiful things in the Mishkan. And he says that, how did people know how to do these things? In Egypt, they were bricklayers and they built storehouses. They didn't build uh, intricate, beautiful gold lattices and all the other amazing embroidery that was taking place uh, in the Mishkan. And so Ramban explains, and he says this many times, but it's just, it's always worth thinking about that they had no skills, none at all. They never learned, they never apprenticed, they never learned anything. But, however, their heart desired to do the right thing, their heart desired to dedicate and to help build the base of Megdash, the Mishkan, for Hashem. And so therefore, just that desire alone made it that Hashem instilled in their heart the skills that they needed to be able to do it. And he says, that's why it says that their heart was lifted, because if you have an Asiya slave, your heart lifts up and says, I want to serve Hashem, I want to build, I want to be part of the building of the Mishkan, then Hashem allows us to do amazing things. Like it says in the Pasuk, He lifted his heart to follow after Hashem, and we all need to lift our hearts. When we lift our hearts, Hashem gives us the ability to do great things. And the altar of Kelm, I believe it was, was famous for saying, ask not if a thing is possible, Ask only if it is necessary. Because if something is necessary, then you dedicate yourself to that task and Hashem will help you. If something is possible or not, that's not up to you to decide. Everything is impossible. Hashem is one that gives us the strength to do things. And that's the ultimate lesson in life behind the Beis HaMikdash. The entire Beis HaMikdash, the entire Mishkan, was constructed by people who were not naturally able to even build it. But yet, it was Naso Libo, their heart, carried them and they wanted to do it. And they were so dedicated that Hashem put in their hearts the skills and the ability to do it. And so too, so many things in life, when we look at people and what they've accomplished, it's through connecting to Hashem and through asking that question of Hashem, what do you want? What's the right thing? And from there comes the inspiration to be able to accomplish great things in life. And that's one of the biggest foundations of our emunah that we know, the path that you choose, Hashem will help you. If you decide you want to do something, Hashem will help you. The Nefesh Chaim talks about the Zohar, that when a person has a desire to do a mitzvah, there's a force that he creates, a positive force in the world, a malach that he creates in the world through that desire, and that helps propel him forward. So Hashem is one that always helps us out when we decide to, to choose spirituality. Uh, last thought for Parshas Vayakel, 
the Ramban points out that here we have five times that the Melechus HaMishkan is discussed, and we have all these parshias that discuss it, starting from Truma to Tzava, a little bit in Kisisa, Vayakal and Bakude. Um, that's not the five times, by the way, but there's five specific times that it tells us how to, at Sivoy to make the Mishkan. Why? Why so many times? And he brings down from Chazal, the Chazal say that it's Derech Chiba. Hashem loves the fact that we're building this Mishkan for him, that we're building it for him. The whole purpose of the world is to allow man to connect to God. And so the Mishkan has such a large bulk and there's so much discussion about it. Of course, there's lessons to be learned. And even though we don't have an Aaron, we don't have a menorah, we don't have anything physically, but there's spiritual lessons to be learned from it as well. We'll talk about that in Parshish Bakude in a second as well. Just one little remez. But the point here is that Hashem repeats throughout the Torah so many times the construction of the, base of, of the Mishkan because that is what is dear to him. If we come and we dedicate ourselves and we say we want to serve Hashem, that is what the purpose of the entire life is. Yisrael Asher B'cha'a That's what Hashem is looking for. Moving on to Parshas Pekude. So the Ramban brings out his famous point, which Hazal hint to as well, that the only there's only one vessel that doesn't have um, a weight, doesn't tell us how big, what size, what it should be like, and that's the Kiar and its base. And why is it the Kiar doesn't have a size, doesn't have dimensions? What is it? And he says it wasn't made to weight and it didn't have dimensions because however many mirrors the woman brought, the Nashim Hatsovos, the mirrors that they brought and they donated, that's what was used. That's what was melted down and, cre- and created the Kiar. And so, therefore, there is no amount. And again, we see that when a person has a desire in their heart that, hey, I want to take this mirror that I use to build my Jewish family, and I want to dedicate it to the Beis HaMegash, I want to dedicate it to Hashem for bringing down his Shechina, which is the whole point, which is it was totally L'Shem Shemayim, everything that they did to get their husband's attention, to be able to continue to build Kal Yisrael, and their dedication. So there is no amount. Hashem doesn't want to limit it and say, well, we're going to have to reject some of these people's donations. Hashem says, I will accept every single donation that comes from the outpouring of the heart of these people. And finally, Perik Mem, Pasuk Lamad Zion. So the Ramban points out a very interesting thing, that when it describes the menorah, it talks about Es Nero Seha, it's candles, Neros Hamaracha, the ones that are lit. They're used to serve Hashem. So the Ramban says, well, why does it stress that they are lit? We know they're lit. There's a tzivoy in the Torah that the coin should light the menorah. All right. So why does it have to tell us? We know that they are the ones that are being lit. So the Ramban says that in the olden days, people had uh, candlesticks they would put on their, and chandeliers and fancy arrangements they would put on their table or above their table. And oftentimes, part of the design was some of them had actual functional um, cups that would hold the oil and the wicks and candles. And some of them had ornate designs where there were some uh, sticks that were coming out that were not meant to be lit. They weren't used. So this is showing us that the menorah didn't have any of those extra appendages as design. Um, It did have flowers and other beautifications on it. But anything that was any one of the stems that were on it, the seven stems, three on each side, one in the middle, they were all lit. They were narrow, some aracha. They were actually lit. And that's what it's saying. There were no appendages. And I believe that this is a hint to our Avodah Hashem that in Avodah Hashem, we look at our body and we say, Hashem, how can I serve you with, with all my body, with all my strength? We want to serve Hashem with everything. And so therefore, the menorah was made in a way that was not common back then. It didn't have any extra branches that weren't being used because Hashem wants us to use every single 
koach that we have to bring art to this world. And when we use every single koach that we have, when we use every single ability that we have, we bring tremendous amounts of light into the world. We should be zochet to take all the lessons that we've learned throughout the entire study of the Ramban and apply them to our lives, which is why the reason that we're learning is to understand Hashem's beautiful Torah and to inspire ourselves to live a life of beauty and appreciation. And this should allow us to propel forward to study more Ramban as we embark Bezer Hashem on Vayikra and Bamidbar Bezer Hashem Devarim as well. Thanks for joining us. For more Torah content and to make sure you never miss an episode, don't forget to subscribe and visit us at ParshaThemes.com.